Well, all right. Welcome back. Ranch Nation hanging out with you guys from the East Valley Institute of Technology, where you can find a an abundance of uh, trade, skilled trade programs here, from baking to our favorite automotive technology. In fact, there's welding, there's collision. There is all kinds of stuff cooking right here at EVIT. You guys get down with the Mechanical Vibe Tribe every week, and we've heard you, and we really appreciate you guys tuning in, where we take you on an automotive journey every single week. My beautiful, lovely co-host, Susie Sockets. Welcome, girl. Welcome, Frank. Thank you. I mean, the trumpets, I don't care what kind of mood you're in, those trumpets will get you grooving, moving and grooving for sure. Makes me feel better. Yeah, and of course, a big shout out to Bree, our producer in studio. She doesn't get a whole lot of love, and we, <laughs> we, you know how it is. You guys know a lot of you are good at what you do because of the people behind mm-hmm. the scenes. Now, you bring a game, and we get it. You've got some skillage and talent. And uh, we can never forget the folks that help us. That's right. Bree's good. In fact, go hug your husband and wife right now. <laughs> you guys married, hug each other. Because it's a crazy world. Or if you're dating, hug your hug your lady, hug your guy. Susie, how you been? Amazing, Frank. How are you, buddy? I'm good. I want to get right to the show topic. Uh, we're excited because, uh, well, my daughter, I had a discussion with her last night. And I said, honey, do you know what a pinup is? model is oh that's a great question for an 11 year old no it's not (laughs) she said dad i gotta google it i said no no honey (laughs) you're gonna listen how many of you right now now a lot of you know what a pinup model is a pinup beauty the art and style of the pinup of course all my hot rod and muscle car family but how many truly know the history of the pinup model wait i want to know did she google it well, she did until I cut her off. You know, I had to, you know, we're going back in time, man. Uh, Betty Page, Betty Grable, Dita, Vaughn, Tease. I mean, the list goes on. Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Jane Mansfield. Jennifer Jackson. The list goes on. Yep. And you listening, you are a pinup. You're going to get your pinup on. You know you are. It could be before your wedding. Could a wedding yeah. photo go down as something a husband would pin up? Ooh. And that's the style and that's the art. And we are going to put it all together. We're going to travel a little bit back in time and bring it back today about a very special gal and her team out of Southern California. Susie, you want to be a pin up for a day? Sure. Well, Mitzi Valenzuela, she's a talented photographer. Mitzi and Company is the name of the company out there in Southern California. They will make your day, Susie. They can, will get you. Can they a, just use my face? They'll do everything you want and make you beautiful. <laughs> and more importantly, put you in that art and style nice. of, of pinups. You know, while the sexy and sultry pinup exudes an era surrounding World War II, a lot of us can have that oh, yeah. sort of association. History proves the pinup has been around for a lot longer when we, than we think. And, of course, with the development of high-speed printing and distribution, ah, Ooh. the pinup calendar. How many of you have a pinup calendar in your garage? 
Are there well, any hands being raised? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm believing that many do. I'm sure. And if not, you've been to Uncle Louie or Grandpa's house. And it's not just old folks, man. So we want to keep that whole trend and history, the art and style of the vintage pinup uh, with our special guest. She's going to be joining us in a little bit, uh, photographer Mitzi Valenzuela. In fact, uh, visit Mitzi and co mitzi and company.com uh, we'll have that posted up on our our facebook ranch nation um susie speaking of facebook i had to a lot of you have reached out and we we always like to we're doing a lot of stuff behind behind the scenes digitally whether you ask a question about your car hopefully we can help or it's it's a it's a it's a point on an automotive topic and in this case here uh ranch nation youtube we're starting to kick it in gear uh, you guys know we have the Desert Car Care YouTube. That thank you, we got I don't know ten thousand subs, whatever. You know we're not looking. That's great. Beat. But there's a lot more how-to video there, and you know we do our best. We're not we're not Eric the car guy. I'm a mechanic, and the rest got to give them big props. But this gentleman Jeffrey uh, was disappointed because he had went into a garage and he did an inspection of his vehicle, trying to chase a suspension noise. Okay. And the garage, I'm not mentioning names. I'm not even going to say if it was a dealer. It doesn't matter. I want to get into your head right now about when the mechanic says, well, we couldn't find anything. And that's what happened. And so in fact, the, the individual looking at this vehicle came back and said, well, that noise that you're hearing is normal. It's essentially uh, the all-wheel drive unit on this particular car, uh, you know, working its thing. Well, guess what happened, Susie? What happened? Frank? About two weeks later, this cat's ball joints come apart. Oh, no. On the one side. I think it was the left front side. And so I thought to myself, what do you do? Because guess what? We're transparent on this show. Now, in our garage, we're fixing cars well. But we make mistakes. And I think we made a mistake on an inspection. Because this is what happened. We had a car come in. He's been in before. Gentleman is a rock star. He, in fact, he gave us a ton of great reviews. We take care of him. Brings it in. He's doing a vehicle inspection for a road trip. Now, you tell me, listening, and you can get into the comments later on as we upload this podcast on Sunday or on the website, what would you do? A thousand or so? What's the distance between Phoenix and Oregon? Oh, I don't know the mileage, but... Yeah, let's just call it a thousand miles. Yeah. Well, he sends out a review. You guys, hey, we're transparent. You can see it. I got to five miles outside of Oregon or what have, state line, and the car overheats. And I felt bad. Right. Now, a lot of you sing, especially you guys in the service space. Well, nobody would have known. We, you check things, and if they look good, and you, know, you, you prepare someone for age, wear and tear, recommend replace, or it's broken. Those are the two reasons. And I felt bad. And it's a current issue right now we got to deal with. I do feel bad. Now, he wasn't beating us up. No. But he was frustrated, Susan. He was. He was frustrated. So what do you do? I'm asking both of you, the vehicle owner and the service advisor or technician working on the car, how would you handle that situation? Is it the kind of thing where you just say, that's well, not my problem? Not in my garage. I think it warrants at least a call. A phone him. call. Yeah, got your review. I'm really sorry that happened. I feel bad about that. Right. How many of you has that happened? I mean, I know a lot of you consumers uh, have, and let's just face it, don't sit there and lie to me, you mechanic, you technician, 
This happened to you. It can happen. That's right. So I don't know what the moral of the story is, Susie. Well, but it's on my mind. It's a it's a good story. And, uh, you know, speaking of we had a we had a car owner of an enclave yesterday uh, do the water pump, do the hoses. And he called me this morning. He says, hey, when I left and picked up my truck yesterday, I'm hearing like a rattle or a buzz. And um, I just want to make sure, you know, everything's OK. Can I bring it in Monday? I said, no. Bring it in now. Sure. While it's fresh, let's right. look at it. Exactly. And uh, it took him about an hour to come in, and he comes in, he says, I'm an idiot. And I was like, why do you say that? He says, I figured it out. I had a caulking gun, and my daughter's uh, empty soda can underneath was, you know, it's vibrating together. <laughs> so. Well, it's frustrating for him, but it's a win for everybody. Yeah. I will tell you this, and I, and I speak to the, the mechanics out there. Uh, for them and the technicians and even the service riders, nobody wants a car coming back into their garage because there was, uh, you know, workmanship issues. And I mean, you guys know you're smart enough. You know, when you walk into a place where there's going to be some shylarking, you can just smell it and say, whoa, daddy, this is not my kind of place. Now, we give you the formality. You check the BBB. You check the reviews. You ask around work. Where can you go? But if you're going cold in a place, I don't care if you're walking into a flower shop. Because that stands just as well. Mm-hmm. They don't look like they're going to get my flowers done. You can just tell. <laughs> and it's the same with That's an right. automotive service center. And I say that sincerely with you people because it's not a perfect world. And I do stand up for many, many automotive technicians and mechanics out there that day in and day out, they want to do it right. In fact, before we get to your weird news, I got to say this. And I don't want to rant, but I got to say this. I'm ranting. the fact is this it's not the mechanics that are trying to screw up your car it's the ex-aluminum siding salesman who's trying to sell you service you don't need right remember that what's on the weird news we got a few minutes before we absolutely so there's something new and around there's something going on in rio de janeiro coca coca what is it coca cabana Coca Copa. Cabana? Coca? Copa? Yeah, Copa I thought you were drinking a Coke at the Cabana. I was doing something. What I said, was I doing? You said I'm drinking a Coke at the Cabana. In the Copa Cabana neighborhood, there's something going on that's making the residents just light up. Well, Brazil's just lit. It is lit. <laughs> but now this is going to, it's funny, you're our chemistry, Frank, because this is actually consisting of a 1969 Volkswagen Beetle, I... a beautiful, innovative 51-year-old woman, and flowers. Oh. You mentioned flowers. Well, the new now. Beatles have the little flower stands. And well, flowers. yeah, I All like right. where you're going, but not even close. It's Brazil. They don't just do flowers. <laughs> 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 so this uh, this woman actually bought a 69 VW Beetle and has converted it into a beautiful flower shop on wheels. Well, I love this concept. It's beautiful. Now, you can't miss. You can't miss. I mean, Brazil. Could you imagine the smell of this butamis going down the flavelas in Brazil? And you can't miss this 69 Beetle because it's parked at a corner with orchids and ferns. I love that. I love that. It's open bonnet. Sunflowers are sticking out of the windows and potted plants on the roof. This is a bring a neighborhood happiness. This is beautiful. But listen to the why. All right. So she was a partial owner of a wig shop and rented rooms to tourists prior to the coronavirus pandemic. You said a wig a shop. A wig shop, yep. I'm trying to make the connection to wigs and flowers. <laughs> She's I don't an know. entrepreneur. So she actually, uh, turning her car into a flower shop was her survival plan after her business collapsed due to COVID. If you guys are listening right now, never, never stop. It's, it's about reinvention, man. That's right. 
I love that story. Isn't that cool? And she states she had no money to pay the rent, so she had to think of something. And flowers can change many things during a time of pandemic sadness. She literally looks forward to seeing the elderly residents um, that live in the neighborhood because it brightens their day. Man, I love that story. It is so cool. And then the first three days, she made enough to cover one third of the cost of buying that VW Beetle. What a spirit. Yep. So at 51, she had re- reinvented herself, moving from real estate to selling roses and flowers. You listening No, you got to reinvent. You think you're sitting happy and pretty. But then the next day, man, it's just all of a sudden, good night, Charlie. You got to reinvent. Absolutely. And that is the moral of that one right Isn't there. That cool? I, love, I love that. Uh, that is just the spirit of a story in Brazil. I want you guys to stay tuned. We're going to dive into the art and style of the vintage pinup with our special guest photographer talent Mitzi Valenzuela stay tuned Ranch Nation over the years as a service operator in the automotive industry owning my own shop boy that's a lot of responsibility well if you're part of a network a network that truly makes a difference by the way of the programs it has like a nationwide warranty roadside assistance reimbursement and customer retention targeted marketing well that's going to put you in a different league you are now armed up and ready to go with a network of other shop owners throughout the country and by the way, the technical training is stellar and top-notch. Get your technicians to actually train on their time 24-7 with an amazing slew of technical training programs. The Pronto Smart Choice Service Center program is something I invite you guys, if you're in the automotive industry, take a peek at it. Pronto-net.com. Pronto-net.com. Funding for Wrench Nation Car Talk brought to you by Anytime Auto Glass, a family-owned, full-service windshield replacement and repair company with a focus on hard work, integrity, and providing a no-hassle professional service for their windshield and vehicle tint clients. AnytimeAutoGlassAZ.com or call 480-430-4597. Anytime Auto Glass. Vision collision. God forbid you get into an accident or you get a little bumper, fender, bender, slight, or even if you've got that shopping cart that ends up scratching the side of your newer ride. My friends at Vision Collision, they're certified. They deal with insurance companies, but also what I really like is they were able to deal with my situation. I didn't want to exercise my insurance and I paid out of pocket and they gave me a very fair price with quality work. So for any complete auto body paint and repair, you want that small business, the heart of business that treats you one-on-one, Vision Collision, 480-248-9049, visioncollision.com. When you're thinking about body shop or collision work, paint repair, dent repairs, collision, wheel restoration, Vision Collision is the way to go. Tell them Frank at Wrench Nation sent you, 480-248-9049, 480-248-9049, Vision Collision. I want my mileage back.
Of course you want your mileage back. And all the extra money you've spent feeding an engine gunked up with carbon. Your car needs its fuel system cleaned, and it needs it now. You need BG44K. It's the one dealerships use the most. In fact, they use BG44K almost 3 to 1 over any other fuel system cleaner made. To find a shop near you, go to BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. I got my mileage back. BG. Welcome back, Ranch Nation. Get on the Ranch Nation uh, Facebook and, of course, uh, RanchNation.tv. Man, a lot of you have uh, come on over there. And any show topic you can check out. We've had a ton of shows, over 200 shows over there. Uh, Mitzi Valenzuela of Mitzi and Company has been working as a freelance photographer for the hot rod industry while creating masterpieces of pinup art on pinup calendars. Uh, Many of you think that's a forgotten art, but it isn't. It's alive and it's kicking and help us navigate this topic, the style of pinup art. Mitzi, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. We are so grateful. We kind of pulled this last minute, so thank you for that. Oh, no problem at all. I was glad I was able to free up some time today. Yeah, so now what makes what makes an individual decide, and you've been doing this about, what, 8, 10 years or so? Uh, let's see. I just celebrated 2004, so that would be 16 years for me. Wow. Yeah, you got, yeah. you, you got it all dialed in. Um, <laughs> for, for those that are listening, because we, we probably have one or two or many photographers and, and sort of amateurs, if you will. How did you get started, and what was the biggest challenge for you as a photographer? Uh, well, I started, I guess, shooting the pinup style when I was going to school. I graduated from Cal State L.A., uh, with a degree in studio arts with an emphasis in photography. And um, I was fortunate that I connected with my photography instructor was, who was very passionate and into hot rods. So at the time, I was developing my senior portfolio, which was on uh, cheesecake pinup. And so I really kind of delved into recreating the old uh, uh, cheesecake magazine look and finding the girls that kind of had that pinup look. So it was kind of an evolution for me back then to kind of recreate something um, that kind of had already been done, but was kind of making a bit of a comeback at the time. Yeah. Um, you know, like I mentioned, that was in 2004. So since now, it's it's kind of come a long way. Yeah, and if you're Definitely. listening to this, you guys get on to Mitzi and CO, Mitzi and Company, CO.com, and uh, peruse through there. There's a ton of great work there. You mentioned sort of looking for gals, looking for ladies that had that pinup look. Talk to me, for those that have no clue what a pinup model is, what is the criteria for the look? Well, it's hard to almost say that there is a criteria because if you think about today's women, uh, especially today's pinups, they're covered in tattoos. Whereas back in the 40s, women didn't have tattoos. So it's definitely a different integration in today's culture. Um, but it's something I've learned to grow and appreciate. A lot of people don't because there's a lot of people that still find uh, traditional, uh, you know, the word traditional to be without tattoos. Uh, so when you talk about traditional pinup, um, you're looking for the aesthetics of, you know, women that kind of have that natural look to them. And so in today's world, it's really kind 
kind of hard to find because a lot of girls do have the tattoos, but it, it also involves um, a lot of sense of, you know, empowerment, um, how women feel, how women approach life. Um, so it's not just about a look. It's also about um, how you lead their life. Uh, not so much uh, vintage values, but, um, you know, current values today and having an understanding of, you know, what things used to be like and kind of leading more of a newer and uh, different concept of what today is. Well, it's uplifting. I think it's a positive affirmation of who a woman is. And, and if you can get behind a camera and get into sort of pinup mode. One thing you mentioned, and I, and I so appreciate the answer, Susie, there is no certain look. I mean... It's fair to say any lady out there qualifies as a pinup. That's right. But when I was looking at the uh, gallery, I really enjoyed the the women with the tattoos. I, I did it too. It was just Mitzi. a different element. But Mitzi, you mentioned it's like in in you know, of course, you studied uh, art and so on, and and you know, there's certain parameters, and you've got to stay in this box to qualify for this era of art. You know, Picasso has this kind of look. Van Gogh has this kind of look, and so. You ever get into a challenge where uh, you may have been hired to do a pinup and it, it was supposed to be in a traditional setting and because of the tattoos, was that, did that backfire on all your efforts? Well, I think there's hopefully enough communication between me and a client where something <laughs> yeah, like that sure. might be discussed ahead of time before we actually end up on a photo shoot. Well, I mean a but third party, Mitzi. Let's say a museum. Yeah, I have had clients that make special requests not to have girls with tattoos. Gotcha. And I have had girls where, okay, that have contacted me and say, I have one that I can hide or that doesn't show up. And we're talking maybe like a small one on an ankle or a small one on an arm that easily can be covered up either by a piece of clothing or maybe covered in makeup. Um, but a lot of times when, you know, if someone's saying traditional, we're talking absolutely no tattoos at all. Yeah. Um, so that's, you know, like I said, it gets harder and harder to find. Um, but like, like I mentioned, I have nothing against it. And that's the great thing about being a pinup photographer and, and having the access to so many different styles of women and, and women trusting me to be able to capture a beautiful photo of them, no matter their size, size shape, you know, or even age. For yeah. That but I, I think you, you find a lot of women that, that uh, may have never really done a photo shoot at all, let alone a pinup, they're on top of the world after that, I would imagine. I mean, it, it really is when you... I think it is. And, mm -hmm. I, and when I, you know, I examine the calendars, and I, I love pinup art going way back to when I was a kid. And maybe as a kid, I was looking for the wrong <laughs> reasons. But, you know, as you mature and you age, you know, you, you start to appreciate the art. And I look at these pictures, and you can feel the spirit and energy of these women. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I think that's a great thing about pinup in itself is that it accepts any type of woman out there. And women see that when it comes to a pinup, there is no boundaries. And so they feel very empowered and very uplifted by that style. And so I think that's why so many women have accepted it. Yeah. Being out in California, um, do you get called upon uh, to do movie sets or uh, any special unique projects? Can you tell us about that? Um, actually, no, not really. Even though my husband is involved in the movie industry, I just kind of go out and I focus more on the car culture. Um, I'm heavily involved in car events. And so I think my work kind of caters more towards that 
been in uh, scenes and, you know, movie type of settings. Right. Which is definitely a lot different. Yeah. Um, but I do enjoy any aspect of the car world, that's for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, if you're just joining us, Mitzi Valenzuela, I want you guys to get on to MitziAndCO.com. Check out the site. And, in fact, I invite you. There's a ton of great calendars there you can peruse through. Uh, tell us about the calendar work of what you do. Um, you've been doing that for a while, and that's on your site for sale. Is yes. that correct? Absolutely. I actually just wrapped it up for, this is my 11th year in production, and um, it's my second time releasing it as a Kickstarter. Now, to, uh, people might not be familiar with Kickstarter, but it's a platform to allow um, small businesses like myself a way to come up with the funds because uh, I do produce a very high-quality calendar, and I do large quantities. Uh, at some point, I was up to 7,000 calendars. Wow, good for you. proud of, yes, wow. and that's awesome. a yearly basis. So um, with this year being really different and not knowing what's going to happen next year, absolutely no events going on until April, and most of my calendar sales are pretty much done after the first of the year. So things are changing a little bit with the production of that, but it's nice that I'm still able to move forward and produce the calendar. So I offsetted it with a Kickstarter, and I was able to raise the funds uh, to be able to produce the calendar once again. So it's definitely been a challenge in itself. Every year I try to produce something better, uh, try to have the highest quality images out there. I, I have a very large access of classic cars. This year on the cover is uh, my friend Tracy Fisher's 1969 Corvette. So I went in a little bit of different uh, direction because I've been focusing a lot more on muscle cars these days because of my business changing with the publications. Um, so not so much the calendar is all muscle related. I definitely have more high-end customs and hot rods, but I thought with the 69 Corvette being on the cover, definitely offsetted things a little bit different. Yeah, and then that's this year awesome. I decided to do a new logo too, so it's definitely got that old school 60s, 70s vibe to it. Yeah, nice. We really love that. These days. We love that. I want you guys to stay tuned. We're going to talk about the Pinup Beauty Academy. Uh, Mitzi's doing amazing things for, for women out there and, in fact, all over the country. Uh, stay tuned. We're talking pinup models, art, and style calendars, hot rods, and muscle cars. That's a good show for a oh, Wednesday. That's a great <laughs> ingredient. <laughs> you guys stay tuned. <laughs> Wrench Nation next. Funding for Wrench Nation Car Talk brought to you by Parts Authority Auto Parts. Founded in 1972, a leading national distributor of automotive replacement parts, tools, equipment, and transmissions. For a location near you, visit partsauthority.com. Right on. Welcome back. Thank you, uh, 88.7 The Pulse. All you Saturday listeners there on 90.7 KFNX. And, of course, our podcast familia. We we appreciate you guys hanging with us. You know, we, we're diving into the whole pinup genre and some of you are well pin up my grandfather and all this stuff but no 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 man it's it's still alive and kicking and uh we have the talented mitzi valenzuela mitzi welcome back thank you uh mitzi you've done amazing uh form of artwork is what i would call it you know and by the way i'm a trombonist i like to tell all my artists i went to music and art in new york so <laughs> i mean i'm in the wrong business <laughs> so i can relate to to how that all but one thing that you're doing that i find Amazing, because in life, I don't care if you're tinkering with a car or if you're putting a flower bouquet together down in Brazil, as we talked about, you're doing something special 
for the ladies. Susie, you you kind of looked into this as yeah, well. Yeah, I looked on the website, Mitzi, and so I think it's great what you're doing. So if I have a 58 Chevy being restored, and if I wanted to get a photo with my Chevy and I go through your academy, how am I, what, am I going to feel after I, I go through the academy and I learn how to get the makeup put on and and the dress, and I take the photos. What what am I going to feel, do you Mitzi, think? what's your intention? To, I mean, I'm sure it's just more than just photography, man. I mean, what's your intention Absolutely. with women out well, there, yeah, and, and how does that make you feel? I actually offer two different types of services. One of them I, I call Pin Up for a Day, which is the uh, photography services uh, to everyday women. And um, that's anybody that wants to come into the studio or anybody with a classic car, for instance, like you, Susie, that, you know, would want to be dolled up. And so it doesn't really involve lessons. Now, the lessons is the Pinup Beauty Academy. And that started when I saw a need um, based on girls having a lot of questions, girls wanting to know how to achieve that pinup look, but also wanting to know how to get published or how to do pinup poses or how to feel more comfortable in front of the camera. So aside from myself, I have an amazing team of hair and makeup stylists that I work with, and I always try to work with uh, the most professional and the most talented because I'm one of the photographers out there that doesn't do a lot of Photoshop. And so when you see my work, it's all about in-camera. I believe that everything has to be perfect, so that comes down to hair and makeup styling, as well as fitting the models or my clients in the perfect wardrobe. So it really does... Uh, start from beginning to end. It is a process, and um, that's a lot of work, Mitzi. Very, it is a lot of work. Mitzi, you just mentioned something. I got to cut in, and I don't mean to interject, but you just you just triggered, and a lot of folks that are listening, that's straight up organic because in our world, Mm -hmm. uh, there are photos, especially in the Instagram world and so on. Our iPhones can do a bunch of stuff and all this Photoshop enhancements. There are not there's not many photographers out there. I mean, that's a classic art form. What you're doing. Thank you. Yes, I'd like, I'd like to say that I'm one of the rare ones out there that believes in being able to capture, capture a woman's true beauty as the way she presents herself. And having to Photoshop someone kind of, to me, takes away from that essence. So I really want my clients walking away feeling like they're 100% beautiful inside and out, and whatever we created, they're going to be happy with. All right, where can, uh, where can folks find the uh, Pinup Beauty Academy? Do you have... What's this well, over the next year? How I want to I want to get my wife. I want to gift my wife with my old school ride. I think it would be a beautiful gift. Where can folks find you there? And uh, when are these? I mean, I know COVID just stinks, but are you seeing next year possibly doing uh, more of these uh, academies? Absolutely. Um, and we actually are offering the services right now. We do it on a much smaller scale. Um, we make sure to do all the uh, precautions necessary, wearing masks, social distancing, uh, making sure you know we're taking all the steps to make sure that our clients are safe. Um, but we are doing it at a smaller level, so I'm not packing in as many clients as I used to. I'm not traveling as much as I used to, which is one thing I definitely miss. Um, but my services are always available, and I'm hoping that by next year we'll be able to be running full-time again. I think you will be. Yes, you will. My feeling, my spirit, through this mic to you, Miss Mitzi, and team and family out there, my Southern California peeps, my my car family. Uh, it'll happen. Um, you know Ken Vela. We know some mutual. Fireball Tim. Uh, yes. A ton of Greg Gill. A ton of folks. You know, we go out there to the uh, Malibu Wheels and Waves and, and do a ton of shows out there. And we've all been talking individually to each other, uh, you know, and... 
None of us want to do a Zoom. We're not doing no Zooms. <laughs> I don't think car people do well with Zooms, man. But we do. We miss each other. And But the, the nice thing is this, and you had mentioned this. You've been doing this since 2004, but there's always reinvention. And, and I think what you're doing is amazing by the way of the business side. Because many of you photographers or any individuals in music, art, and all of that, the business side has to be there or else it's a, it's a hobby. Wouldn't you agree, Mitzi? Absolutely. And I think the great thing about my career is I've been able to travel and go places that I have only dreamed about. I've been to Australia. I've been to New Zealand. I've been to Japan. And I've been able to soak up as much of the culture there as I would here. And it's so awesome to see how much has grown yeah, in places yep. like Japan and how welcome they are, especially with the pinup. I'd imagine Japan. Japan is uh, pretty strong in all, all sort of, you know, you think of anime and you think of other things that they, they've really kept alive year yep. after year. Now it's incorporated in video games and all kinds of stuff. What was one of the uh, best experiences? I know many of these countries were top-notch and gave you all kinds of uh, good vibes, but what country did you say gave you more inspiration to dial it in? Because we're always, as artists, trying to dial it in. It never stops, right? What country Absolutely. gave you that? I, I definitely would say Japan, because as a as a country in themselves, they're the most impressive people to just watch. How they function, how they communicate, and how how acceptable they are of us, you know. And when I go there, I'm so welcomed, and um, they treat me, you know, like royalty almost. And so it's been nice. I think I'm going on my sixth or seventh year that I've been able to travel, travel there. And I go for the Moon Eyes Yokohama show every year now. Um, and I've been able to do a pinup contest now for two years, and uh, next year will be their big 30th anniversary. So I'll be able to welcome again the pinup contest once again to an international level. And Japan's the country that they, the families actually teach every generation um, all yes. of that structure, well, which is impressive. It's yeah. discipline. I mean, this country here, you see a school teacher or professor in the school, uh, in the uh, park rather, and, and, and nobody says anything. Right. You go to Japan or just Asia in general, and I say this respectfully, but there doesn't seem to be any respect. That's for, right. Uh, not only our educators, but uh, we take for granted our artists. Uh, that sort of thing. And I imagine that discipline in that society, that's really what you're talking about, Mitzi. Yes, absolutely. They do everything 110%. That is so cool. Now, Mitzi, have you ever had a pinup photograph of yourself? <laughs> yes, and actually, I'm thinking about doing one again next year because it's my big 5 Nice. Yeah, so now, I- who photographs you <laughs> when that happens? Does hubby so come out? Is hubby trained? Which is that milestone? You know, they need to do something <laughs> to, to celebrate or to remember. And so, I'm doing another pinup shoot. That's excellent. Is yeah, hubby? Is hubby? Is hubby in the business? Uh, you said he's in the movie business, but is he a photographer? Uh, set painter. Okay. okay. So, who takes your photo when you when you pose for this? Well, the great thing about my industry is I have a lot of friends. There you go. <laughs> you're you're going sure, to make sure you have that special friend. This is my 50th. All right. Well, the next question to that before we, we break away, hot rod, motorcycle, or custom classic car, what are you going to picture with on your 50th? Um. Actually, it's going to be a very special location. I can't mention where it is. Oh, this is Wrench Nation. We get all the secrets. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's very exclusive. 
uh, but it won't be with a car. All right. Well, we see so you just teased us, man. I, yeah. You know, and I and I love that. So we may. When is when is your fiftieth? February seventh. I'm declaring it. Okay. Ooh, Valentine. We may even be out in Southern California, Susie. That's right. We'll see. We'll All see right. what happens. Uh, last question for you, and I think it's important. We have a lot of younger listeners um, from across the country, for that matter. Um, I may not feel good about myself, for that matter as a guy or girl, in this case, a young lady. What do you say to a young lady that doesn't think they have it in themselves to get in front of the camera and go for this pinup situation and make them feel good? How do you deal with uh, someone that may be insecure that way? Well, like I mentioned before, I feel that every person or any woman or individual that steps in front of my camera is beautiful and it is my job to be able to create or um, bring it out of them. So I do try to make them as comf- uh, comfortable and confident as possible. And a lot of times just getting to know them a little bit helps. Uh, tempering a woman always helps. Um, making them feel like they're special that day they're the only ones that day and being a woman also i think helps because a lot of times i can relate to you know what their problems or concerns are because we all know what we all kind of have you know issues on or what our problems are or you know what we're all going through so a lot of times if women kind of feel that you have a level of understanding you could almost create a bond and i think a lot of times i'm able to create that bond with my clients before they actually get in front of my camera and i think that helps with that comfort level and it brings them up to a level of um, confidence and empowerment, which um, I think a lot of women should already have no matter what. That is an awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, so there you go. You got nail day. You got salon day. You got spa day. You got beach day. But what you need is a Mitzi day. <laughs> you need to get out there. You guys check out Mitzi uh, Valenzuela and her amazing staff and team. They all work together. Mitzi and CO.com. Mitzi and company.com. Mitzi, an honor, an honor to have you on Wrench Nation. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. I had a, I had a good time. I awesome. really appreciate it. Thank you. Man, I love That's that. That's cool. I love the pinups. Yeah, that and is cool. Keeping it alive. You guys stay tuned. Wrench Nation next. Bolt-On Technologies Automotive Software Solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-On Technologies software provide customer vehicle condition reports, including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. Welcome back, Ranch Nation. Uh, big shout out to uh, all of you here on campus, uh, East Valley Institute of Technology. Kind of a goofy time. I know it's like hit and miss going back to school, this, that, and the other thing. So uh, the courage of the instructors and the courage of the students, you know, to make it happen, the whole six foot thing, and still get your education on, no matter what skill trade you're doing. Um, Susie, we want to talk about some of the guests that we've got lined up, and these are guests that are pretty much rock solid so we don't get yelled at if we have a no-show. That's right. Who do you got slated, Susie? So we're going to have Scotty Kilmer on the show in a couple weeks when he settles down in Tennessee. He's uh, he's one of our YouTuber guys. Great guy. Scotty Kilmer is great. A lot of you got on a YouTube and how to change an air filter <laughs> on right. whatever. Um, Scotty's got, I don't know what, three, four oh million subscribers, and it'd be interesting to talk to him not only about the, the straight ahead of what he's doing, 
But many of you are growing your own YouTube. I say we talk about that. That's right. You know, and I know you can get a lot of this information on the internet, but let's hear it from Scotty. So that's a that's going to be that's right. How did he get started in the car that's business? Right. And then why did he decide to go on YouTube and uh, do what he's done for many years? Uh, we got Matt Hogan of Hogan Racing. I want you guys to check out HoganRacing.com. Uh, I'm getting information here. Uh, drifting and custom cars. He's got a YouTube channel. Um, he's a younger cat doing some amazing things. We're going to talk to him about the business side of building a brand. Um, and, of course, racing. We'll, we'll talk racing. But I think you guys will get more value behind, okay, I want to race. But then I find out, oh, snap, it's expensive. How do we keep the business side of racing? And in this case, uh, Matt Hogan uh, running his uh, race team and so on uh, and running out a uh, YouTube channel and keeping in line with sponsors. You know, we had a couple of NHR drivers, uh, uh, Robert Height, uh, Funny Car Champ. We talked a little bit about that from JFR Racing. And uh, we have a lot of you that are up and coming racers, whatever. Right. Dragsters right. could be whatever. whatever. I don't care. Go-karts. Right. And then Sh- we're going to confirm the good guys. Carts. Right. We're going to confirm that the good guys. Uh, good guys site. is we're going to confirm. A lot of you yep. probably know more about that than we do. Of course, they have been on the show before, but our intent would be to have uh, representation from the good guys show. What's different this year, uh, you know, and some of the unique cars uh, that they they uh, they have uh, out there. Speaking of which, uh, Jaguar XKE event. I was going to say last Saturday. You guys go on a Wrench Nation Facebook. We actually just did a quick little thirty second, maybe forty second video of some of the amazing Jaguars. Such classic, yep, classic condition, just immaculately. And then some of them were raw in their stages. Yep. The and, most beautiful one out there, though, was Drew Alcazar's oh, yeah. uh, Black Jag. Yeah, so uh, Drew Alcazar of Russo and Steel. You guys know Russo and Steel car auctions all over the country here in Scottsdale, Amelia Island, Newport Beach. Uh, his wife, Josephine Alcazar, has, I mean, this this thing is like mirror-like oh, paint. Yeah, the Jaguar 4.2, <laughs> I forget what year. I mean, they're all in that same beautiful car. Oh, my gosh. And Drew's a humble cap. We got a chance to uh, reconnect with him and... and uh, have some conversation about really what's happening with the car shows. Are we, are we having car shows? You guys are itching for car shows. I know you I know are. I there, am. There's some small ones happening, but we want, especially here in Arizona, man, we want our car week to be happening, you know? And uh, in fact, Barrett Jackson did a little test run. It was a members only kind of, right. you know, wasn't open to the public or whatnot. But uh, this will be behind us, man. I think next year will gonna, be next year's going to be the year. That's right. You guys get on orangenation.tv, man. Catch uh, all of your favorite shows. There'll be a subject for uh, each one of you, man. We we try to cover and take you on a journey every week uh, with the fascinating uh, individuals and locations uh, across the globe. Quite frankly, speaking of which, Wrench Nation. We are mobile. We have mobile studios now. <laughs> I got to mention it. We have invested in an RV, people. Oh, my. We are hitting the road. Yes, we are. So if you're listening, Oregon, North Dakota, Brooklyn, we can come to you. If you've got something unique and interesting, reach out. As I tell you every week, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic. I was a highway man. Along the coach roads I did ride. Sword and pistol by my side. Many a young maid lost her Frank here with Wrench Nation. We appreciate you guys tuning in every week to the Wrench Nation Car Talk Show. But did you guys know I'm not basket weaving? 
I don't do roofing. I actually own Desert Car Care of Chandler. Boy, and I've got a great team down there. If you've got car repair or maintenance needs, I invite you to stop by my garage over a cup of coffee. Maybe you've got that large estimate and you're not sure where to go. Give me a call, 480-726-6400, Desert Car Care of Chandler. The new gasoline direct injection engines, also known as GDI, are the hottest new improvement to horsepower and fuel efficiency in this century. Service professionals agree that GDI's unique power requires unique GDI maintenance. BG Products has the most current and effective GDI maintenance available in over 20,000 shops, and they back it up with a lifetime BG protection plan. Go to bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. If you have a GDI engine and you want it to last, remember two more letters. In the Copacabana neighborhood, there's something going on that's making the residents just light up. Well, Brazil's just lit. It is lit. <laughs> But now this is going to, it's funny, you're our chemistry, Frank, because this is actually consisting of a 1969 Volkswagen Beetle, I... a beautiful, innovative 51-year-old woman, and flowers. Oh. You mentioned flowers. Well, the new now. Beetles have the little flower stands and Well, flowers. yeah, I All like right. where you're going, but not even close. This is Brazil. They don't just do flowers. <laughs> 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 so this, uh, this woman actually bought a 69 VW Beetle. And has converted it into a beautiful flower shop on wheels. Well, I love this concept. It's beautiful. Now, you can't miss. You can't miss. I mean, Brazil. Can Brazil. you imagine the smell of this butamus going down the flavelas That's in Brazil? Right. And you can't miss this 69 Beetle because it's parked at a corner with orchids and ferns. I love that, entrepreneur. I love that. It's open bonnet. Sunflowers are sticking out of the windows and potted plants on the roof. This is a bring a neighborhood happiness. This is beautiful, but listen to the why. All right. So she was a partial owner of a wig shop and rented rooms to tourists prior to the coronavirus pandemic. You said a wig a shop. A wig shop, yep. I'm, I'm trying to make the connection to wigs <laughs> and flowers. She's I don't an know. entrepreneur. So she actually, uh, turning her car into a flower shop was her survival plan after her business collapsed due to COVID. If you guys are listening right now, Never, never stop. It's it's about reinvention, man. That's right. I love that story. Isn't that cool? And she states she had no money to pay the rent, so she had to think of something. And flowers can change many things during a time of pandemic sadness. She literally looks forward to seeing the elderly residents um, that live in the neighborhood because it brightens their day. Man, I love that story. It is so cool. And then the first three days, she made enough to cover one third of the cost of buying that VW Beetle. What a spirit. Yep. So at 51, she had re reinvented herself, moving from real estate to selling roses and flowers. You listening know you got to reinvent. You think you're sitting happy and pretty. But then the next day, man, it's just all of a sudden. Good night, Charlie. You got to reinvent. Absolutely. And that is the moral of that one right Isn't there. That cool? I, love, I love that. Uh, that is just the spirit of a story. So we've got Ken Vella. Ken Vella, Wicked Customs out of Huntington Beach. Uh, actually, a show contributor. Ken Vella, welcome to the show, man. Hey, how are you? Happy to be on. Yeah, man. I, You know, I got excited because Judy Judy uh, acquired this vehicle, and, mm -hmm. and she's out of Huntington Beach. And tell us the story with, with Judy. And, of course, we're going to get her on uh, here down the show in a little bit, get her mm -hmm. story. How did you sort of sync up? Because I think it's important for people to know, how do you find someone to restore a ride. Let's start with that. 
Yeah, that's that's the biggest uh, the biggest uh, hurdle is trying to find somebody that you can trust. And uh, because when a lot of these projects you're getting, you're going into uh, kind of blind, so to speak, and you really don't know uh, the ins and outs. And uh, you have to put in a lot of trust in in that uh, that person you, you choose. Uh, and that that's very intimidating. How do you so how do you I mean, I know word of mouth is good. I mean, most people yeah. I mean, it's a basic question, but I want to talk to those out there that mm-hmm. are not in the automotive network. They haven't been to too many car shows. They're just getting started. What's your recommendation? I'm going to I want to restore a vehicle right now. I'm not too sure about where to go. How would I start that? Procedure. I think the biggest tool that, that we all have right now is the Internet. Um, research, research, research. It's all I can tell you is you can never do enough research uh, searching out the uh, the brand, the model, um, everything about it, parts availability, what is out there, sources like um, eBay, um, um, and depending on what uh, what vehicle that you're getting into also, too, um, if you don't know uh, too much about the vehicle, let's say it is a Packard, being that we're talking about Packards, uh, check into the Packard Club and look at some of the uh, some of the sites and some of the threads that uh, these groups are talking about, uh, different vehicles, and do some research in that. And maybe just even join in um, a car club, even if you don't have a car. Um, you can still join car clubs and kind of mingle and ask questions and um, that sort of thing. That's not basically. frowned upon, though, if you don't have the actual car and to be part of the club, isn't that? Good well, car, car culture really, car people no. really don't do that, but I don't know. Um, some some may feel intimidated, but Ken, I don't think, I think most car clubs don't really care. Just show up. Yeah, just, I mean, if you, if, I mean, we're all like-minded people. I mean, if we're into anything, any vehicles or anything with wheels on it or a motor, um, and you want to talk and learn, uh, they pretty much have open arms. I know in, in back in the day it wasn't so, so I wouldn't say as friendly, but things have changed so much, especially with the rat rods coming in and, and, and beginners and, and people who are very interested, and especially into the Packard industry, being that it's so old um, and it's kind of losing its ground as far as, um, you know, uh, today's type of uh, vehicles and ownership. So it's kind of rare to find the groups. Uh, to learn about these things, and they welcome uh, new new people into. Uh, if you're excited about a vehicle and it's a club, uh, they're more than happy to to share. You, you said help you. You said something, Ken. Sure. That really stuck with me, and I think we'll stick with a lot of folks just starting on their journey of restoration. Mm-hmm. One of the things they can do as a piece of homework is, all right, I've got this eclectic ride, let's say. It's not a it's not a 57 Chevy Bel Air. It's not mm-hmm. commonplace for parts, but mm-hmm. researching availability of parts. Maybe that's a question in a car club you can, you know, gather right. and right. decide, you know, because that affects cost. I mean, downtime mm-hmm. is downtime with restoration, but I imagine... Right. It may exceed your budget if you got a rarity for parts on a particular vehicle that you want to purchase. Mm-hmm. That's going to send it through the roof if it's rare. Well, definitely. It's very hard to find. And if you do find it, you'll find a new old stock item, uh, NOS, um, that is the, the price is outrageous. Um, you'll be lucky to find something that's used um, but very scarce. And under those conditions, it's really tough. And then it kind of pushed you into the into the uh, the area of pulling, let's say, a water pump and having that specific water pump rebuilt because it's not something you can go to O'Reilly's or or Napa, uh, which actually is a good source for older vehicles. But a lot of these parts are are not accessible anymore. And now you have to find a rebuilder um, to in order to rebuild these, whether it's the starter, the generator, the carburetor. Um, and like I said, even uh, you know water pumps and things like that. Uh, you have to utilize 
the uh, the parts that you do have. And sometimes these vehicles don't, uh, the parts are missing. So again, to me, is, is research is your best tool to find out what's out there, learn everything about it, um, and see if this is something that you can pull off. Yeah, now that makes perfect sense. And just a footnote, just so you people know, the media, it may have been some fake news back in the day going on because the media actually, and some would say this was towards the end of the demise of Packard, uh, did literally call that a pregnant elephant and a bathtub. No. Those were the nicknames given because, again, uh, Ken, of course, Cadillac came onto the scene strong, and ultimately the Packard went goodnight, Charlie. Yeah, a lot of the, with the Packard industry is they were built so well that uh, the, the price point on building these things were so expensive and they did not want to cut costs in any way and still build a solid uh, thing. So they pretty much uh, ran themselves out of business as far as cost-wise, especially when they took over Studebaker. Um, that was actually a, a company that was kind of going under as well. So they tried to, to uh, be... Uh, uh, very um well Studebaker I think was probably looking for a win in their pocket they knew that they had this luxury line yeah, they, and they, and they come yeah. together yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and build uh, and survive you know help each other out and survive it right um, but unfortunately we know the demise of that uh, you know all right so I'm out I'm out in a cornfield in Iowa I found my mm-hmm. beauty she's sitting there she's got some weeds coming up through it um, <laughs> whatever vehicle that is we'll leave that to the mm-hmm. imagination what right. can I do? Um, and, and I know that this is a very broad question for our audience, but mm-hmm. let's say that the engine is running and I, I'm getting ready to drive it. Let's say it drove. It may have a little hesitation in the transmission. I'm like, okay, maybe it needs a transmission. Engine's not knocking. Mm-hmm. What can I do from there as my steps initially looking at this vehicle? And more importantly, where do I say, okay, stop the presses. That is not a buy. Yeah, that's well. It all. It all. Well, there's there's so many factors. One, as far as is your your automotive knowledge, um, and then your access to someone to be able to work on the vehicle. Um, and again, it falls into the the the, the realm of uh, being having the parts uh, affordable and 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 plentiful. Um, but if it's already running, I mean, that's already a good sign. That is um, a good sign. <laughs> that may have been an easy question for you. That's okay, next up, yeah, let's, like, let's, I mean, yeah. we'll do it like Susie. Susie's uh, Susie's got hers. I told her just paint her, put some fuzzy dice. Don't worry about it. it runs yeah, okay. One, if one cylinder's missing, it's okay. Just get out there with a good paint. We came well, up. We have a '58 Chevy, and, and it doesn't have power steering, power brake. But Frank's like, paint it, make it look pretty. That's it. Yeah. Because she's not. Listen, man, she's not going to Barrett Jackson with this thing. <laughs> She just wants yeah, to roll down to the supermarket with a nice hoopty. <laughs> and that's the other thing, too, is is what what are your plans for this vehicle? And a lot of times what happens is the vehicle is going to tell you what it's going to be. Um, and and it's, a lot of it is because of the value, the intrinsic value of, of the whole vehicle. Let's say, yeah. for instance, this Packard, uh, let's, uh, we would need over $100,000 to put into this vehicle. Uh, to to make it correct, a hundred a hundred point correct car um, is the value there. We look at what is what are they going for? What can you pick up? Uh, let's say in the, in the best condition, um, you can't get a hundred thousand dollars for that car. You will never get your money back out of it unless it's a sentimental value. Then that's something else. That's totally different. Sure. But yeah. In this aspect of it, let's get it running. Let's uh, get it into the survivor class. Time area 
and and fix the the important things, the safety things, uh, you know, the brakes, the suspension, and make it safe and roadworthy, a hundred percent. And that may be just it, and leave the patina, polish it up a little bit, and that's going to be the story. You you just rescued a beautiful vehicle.